Hello, Podcasters, and welcome to episode 53. In this episode, we recap some of our favorite moments from the past year, and we just want to say thank you for making this such a memorable year for us. This isn't just a celebration for us, but a celebration of our little community that has grown a lot more than we anticipated, and it's through your generosity with your reposts, word of mouth, your comments, uh, putting Javier's face on you, (laughs) that have just helped make this all happen. So thank you all for your continued support, and cheers to our upcoming year too. Uh, This past week I had a chance to attend E3, and I had a hands-on experience with Disney Infinity 3.0. I was lucky enough to get a chance to talk to three of the producers of Infinity, and you'll hear them in this episode. Uh, Later in the episode, we announce our upcoming giveaway, and also that the next Podcasters Day at the Movies is going to be on Sunday, July 12th. We will be watching Inside Out at the AMC in downtown Disney. We know that a lot of you will have already seen the movie by then, but we'll be getting together after the movie at Trader Sam's to record a short segment for an upcoming episode, just like we did before. We'll be getting some drinks, some food, and maybe even head out to the park after for a little while. So before we get to the episode, I'd like to quickly remind you that you can find out more about us, this episode, and others over at Podcateers.com. You can find us at Facebook.com slash and we are at Podcateers on Instagram and the tweets. Thank you all again from the bottom of our hearts. Here we go with year two and episode 53 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. Come on here. Come back, dude. Come on. Put your headphones back on. Come on. There what you a go. better way to celebrate our anniversary than by singing the Three's Company thing. Oh my god, that's right. Happy birthday, guys. Happy birthday. Birthday anniversary. Which one is it? I don't know. It's our one year podcast anniversary. <laughs> you know, that's the one we're not doing. Yeah. The podcastversary? We're yeah. not doing podcastversary. So you guys fought me tooth and nail Correct. to call it a podcastversary. No. I call it a podcastversary on the podcast, <laughs> and now you guys are saying no? No. I wanted to do play on words with pocketeers before then. You told me no. So I'm telling you no on so podcastversary. So you fought me tooth and nail to call it a podcastversary, and now that I finally agreed to it, you guys are like, no, let's not go with that. Dude, that was like no, no, three, no, no. That was three weeks ago. That was a lot longer than that. Was it? Yeah. See? Wow. Anniversary. Wow. Of Pocketeers. Happy Ooh. anniversary. Anniversary, birthday, call it what it is. You guys got to celebrate with wine, beer, tacos, and I have a jug of water because <laughs> we're recording not on my cheat day. We are recording not on your cheat day. We're That's recording right. this episode early because... Father's Day is coming up. Right. So by the time everybody listens to this, it will have already passed. So I hope that all the fathers out there had a great Father's Day. Aw. I'm assuming that I did. (laughs) (laughs) You have any plans? Disneyland. No, actually. For Father's Day? Yes. Going to a Dodger game. Yeah. I'm a little jelly. Well, I'm sorry. (laughs) 
Javier, what are you doing for Father's Day? Going to I have Disneyland? no idea. Oh. <laughs> Ow. Dude, Hazen, can you pull the knife out, please? That, that I'm hurt. just saying, because maybe you guys reversed roles. <laughs> you should be at the Dodger game. You should be in there. Oh, I see what he did Oh, there. I see. I see what he yeah. did You're going to make me sound like an ogre. Oh, so I oh. should drink the wine. He should drink the beer. Yes. I got you. Yeah. I don't even know what to say to that. Oh. Except happy anniversary. That's New Year's. <laughs> What's well, a new year for us? Yeah, it's a new year for yeah. It's a new year for us. <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> All right, well let's jump right into year two, shall we? Let's do it. Cut the and cake. We got cake? Yeah. Who brought a cake? Didn't you bring the cake as we discussed? That you were supposed to bring it. We th- Oh, I was supposed to bring cupcakes. I totally forgot. I bought the wine. I'm sorry. What a burn. I'm sorry. I totally forgot. So he brings the water and I bring <laughs> the wine. And tacos. And you bring my you drink my beer. Yeah. And you forgot the cupcakes. Yeah. I can't have any of my water now. <laughs> wow. Man. That's horrible. That's all right. That's okay. We'll have to do a cupcake list. Hey, seriously, though. Happy anniversary, guys. Yeah, it's guys. It's an amazing feat that we've done i can't believe we even started this thing and now it's coming to an end <laughs> what? i don't know are, are you leaving the podcast <laughs> no 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 don't miss what i've ever heard <laughs> are you leaving the podcast no 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 i think he was trying to get emotional but he <laughs> saw that we weren't like <laughs> contributing oh is that what it was i don't get emotional what are you talking about <laughs> You get sure. <laughs> Wipe that tear away from your eye. That's a tattoo. You know, I do have to agree with you, though. I mean, with this whole thing one? we were talking about about a year ago, I mean, when this was just plans, you know what I'm saying? Like when we were just kind of like figuring out what we were going to do, what we were going to say. Uh, the biggest obstacle for us was getting by <clears throat> seven episodes, right? Is that what it was? I thought it was yeah, 12. So, so let's, so let's let, let everybody in on kind of... What ended up happening prior to how we started? So let let let's go back in time, kids. Oh, good sound effect. <laughs> good, good. I would have gone with. Oh yeah, something. I was like going Wayne's World. That was going yeah. Wayne's World. So, anyway, yeah. I oh Wayne's World. Well, well yeah. yeah, right. Hey, hey. Yeah. all right. So, before we started the podcast, <laughs> stop we, looking at me, Mario. I know he's giving us those eyes, yeah. like. Wow, I can't believe I'm a part of this a year later. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably disappointed because I didn't make the cupcakes. So hungry looking. So (laughs) he's hangry. Oh yeah, he's hangry. (laughs) Things are different in here when I don't drink. (laughs) What you were saying? They are a little different. Are we funny or less funny? Remember the times that I didn't drink, it was insane for me too. So I know exactly how he feels. Uh, Today I'm having wine. Yeah, I'm having an apothic red, and it is fantastic. Is it? And Javier just drank a giant bottle of belching beaver that he brought back <laughs> from the kitchen. And I'm having a delicious sparklets clear. <laughs> a sparklets clear. Dude, you bottle brought a five-gallon friggin' water. It's a one-gallon. It's a one-gallon. Man, I don't know my measurements. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so, anyway, what ended up happening was back in the... I would say the middle of 2013, I remember having a conversation with our friend Juan, and I told him, you know what, I I feel like I want to start a podcast. I love listening to podcasts. 
we always sit down and we have conversations. You know, when we get together, we might as well try to record it. And we laughed and had a good chuckle and thought, ha, that's never going to happen. <laughs> so I can't, it's, it was just there in the back of my mind. And I know I brought it up a couple times to Javier and I brought it up a couple times to my brother, brought it up a couple times to a few other people. And I kept bringing it up to see if anybody was either going to tell me, no, you're completely crazy. This is never going to work. Or if they were going to tell me, you know what, let's do this. Right. So about January of last year, 2014, uh, I brought it up again to my brother and to Javier. And at that point, I have may I may have brought it up a few times already. And they both were just like, you know what, let's do this. We should get it started. You know, let, let's just jump in. They were very gung-ho, if I remember, about just jumping in. And I was being me. And <laughs> yeah. I, I was very uh, adamant about, no, I want to jump in and I want us to be good, like right off of mm-hmm. the bat, because I've listened to podcasts that aren't all that great. And I give up after an episode or two. So, right. I you know, I want to give people something entertaining to listen to. Who's to say people didn't stop listening? And that is very true. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I came up this with this really weird concept that I started calling the negatives. And the idea was that we were going to record 12 episodes, a dozen episodes, because I kept learning about how to record podcasts and how to record fairly decent sounding audio and what equipment to use. And we went out and got that Yeti microphone and all sorts of stuff. That was a disaster. It was. And I remember just really becoming, I'm going to say, borderline obsessed with making sure that what came out on a weekly basis sounded as best as possible with what our limitations were. Borderline obsessed is your observation. Mm-hmm. I wasn't borderline obsessed? No. No. Uh, yeah, you were borderline crazy, I would say. Crazy? Yeah. No. Or you were driving us crazy over it. Because well. we just wanted to, you know, have fun, get together, and push record and let's talk no we couldn't just do that we had to uh get good true (laughs) i now remember oh god forbid i I remember so yeah i i did get i did get a little crazy over that and the whole concept of the 12 negative countdown right and the the idea was basically that we started recording at negative 12 negative 11 10 9 8 7 6 Episode zero would be kind of the, okay, we should be fairly good at this. And then we would release episode one. Right. After a couple of times of trying to do that, uh, I remember the guys just kind of telling me this is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And after listening to those episodes, I agreed because in order to practice, we kept using the same content over and over and, We didn't really say the same things when we were trying to talk about that content, but the few times that we tried to do it, it got boring because we were talking about the same thing just with different words. And it just sounded weird that it just felt like deja vu. Mm. So it got to the point where after we did that a couple times, two or three times, I think is what we did it. The guys really just said, you know what? This is dumb. We just need to move on. And I agreed begrudgingly. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'll tell you guys now that I'm glad that I listened to you guys because I feel now when I go back and I listen to those episodes, 
uh, I had a lot of fun just sitting down right. and recording, not having to think about all that stuff. And I still had to think about it because ultimately I'm the one that edits at the end. And knowing what was coming into my earphones after we sat down to record was very important to me to, you know, cut out any coughs or any, yeah. you know, the the oops. Yeah. But ultimately, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, I, I did have a lot of fun just kind of recording, and that's really what it's become. I think Mario said it pro- probably literally a year ago. He said something in the lines of, the audience will grow with us, something in those lines. Yeah. So we would get better, and they would hear us get better as as time went on. And and I'm so sorry for them, because I don't think they've heard that yet. <laughs> I'm pretty good. <laughs> You're great. Are you, though? You're great. You're fantastic. Are you, though? I'm pretty awesome. I'm on a shirt, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Was he on a shirt a year ago? I don't think so. <laughs> That's true. So then you got good a couple months yeah, ago. Then. Yeah, I think so. Uh, no, I, I agree. I think if I go back and I listen to our first you know, handful of episodes, our first dozen, 20 episodes, I think we've grown as far as how we can – pretty much sit down and just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think after that, it it became a little easier because I think our conversation, we became more comfortable. I think the hardest part for me was sitting in front of the microphone and just acknowledging the fact that I was in front of the microphone because right. when I start talking, I start talking. It ain't nobody going to shut me up. Yeah, you forget the mics in front of you. Sometimes. You just, go ahead, keep going. The problem was that I would forget the microphone was in front of me, and uh-huh. sometimes I wouldn't, and it would make me feel weird. Yeah. But once I kind of crossed that hurdle, but I became in, a lot more comfortable with it. But on that note, it just makes it sound natural, though. You know, we were not doing those fake radio voices. It's it's us. What are you talking about? <laughs> we're totally talking about <laughs> all the time. Welcome to Podcasters. <laughs> the audience get a raw version of the three of us instead of you know the polished radio announcer guy however i thought you said you were polished already no i'm just i've always been awesome hey javier's perfection (laughs) but what do you say for old time's sake we just give him a lot to edit (laughs) just so he reminisces no come on (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah the breathing the breathing and the chewing was the biggest complaints Dude, that episode that we did where we were tasting the foods was <laughs> insane. I didn't even want to continue listening after yeah, a while, yeah, and I'm yeah. sure some listeners felt the same way. Oh, I'm sure. But look on the bright side. We did have delicious awesome candied bacon. It was it delicious. Was. <laughs> so I guess now that we're kind of talking about some of the older episodes, let's talk about some of our favorite moments over ah. the past year. Do you guys have any? Actually, yes, I do. All right, cool. What's I that? really like that one where... um. Oh, wait, I wasn't on that. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. A couple of weeks back, we did a... Oh, I wasn't on that one either. (laughs) So so are you basically saying that your favorites are the ones you're not on? (laughs) You guys did a really good job. (laughs) Wait, are you reading my list? Because that's what I have on mine. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, okay? Go ahead. Let's think back. My favorite? Go ahead. Random Mario. Yeah, I love that. Really it was brilliant. Okay, <laughs> well, for a last minute yeah. edition, I think it turned out fairly and well. That's what was so like genius about it. I remember when you guys actually like sent me a message saying, 
by the way, sorry you couldn't be on the podcast, but we came up with like a really great idea on the fly. Right. You know, where we're just going to randomize the stuff you're saying. I was like, oh, this I got to listen to. And I was listening to like And really... it's the one episode you've listened to. Yes. <laughs> and let me tell you, it was brilliant. You guys are funny. I know why people listen to us. Um, yeah, but I was listening to it at like, I remember listening to it at like 11 o'clock at night. You sent me like the rough of it. Yeah. And I was like laughing so loud. It was like right. ridiculous. I was like, oh my God, this is brilliant. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the truth. That's second on my list. And the reason I put it on there, because I didn't laugh so hard. I can't remember the last time I laughed so hard when Hazen played the first random Mario. <laughs> it caught me off guard completely. <laughs> I thought it was the most genius thing. And we're like, he's like, yeah, we're going to kind of just throw him in in the rest of the episode. I was like, fantastic. I am, I am on board with this. Yeah. It was fun. I... I don't even remember how the idea of random Mario came to be. Yeah, I don't either. And I kind of don't even care either. <laughs> just, I'm just really glad that somehow we ended up thinking about that idea and that it just became a part of the podcast. Because, yeah. I mean, if I could put random Mario on a shirt, I would wear that every day. So <laughs> There are shirts with speakers on them. Huh. And as he's walking. So as you're walking, you can push a you button can push and a you button. get a random. <laughs> <say> random. <laughs> Wait, you said this was the episode, like, your second favorite. No, no, no. That was on my, just on my no particular order oh, list. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. That's all I meant. Cool. You, have a, you have an entire list? I, ha- I do. I did my homework. I'm curious. Go ahead. Are there 52 episodes on that list? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no. there's 53 on mine. <laughs> 53. Well, that negative episode that we did, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not counting those. So <laughs> what else you got? Oh, you want one? Yeah. All right, here we go. Um, The other time that cracked me up the hardest was when we did the Disney trivia game. Whoa, I was about to say that right yeah. now, too. Yeah, the Disney trivia was really fun. Yeah. Um, I know we're you pending, guys... uh, I know we're pending a new one, but... Yeah, you guys knew nothing. How dare you? <laughs> and I know I, I know I screwed up the whole point system, but you guys didn't know as much as I thought you guys Yeah, well, you're know. making up the score as you go along. <laughs> but if I remember correctly, yeah. I knew the answer, Jasper and Horace. So there. Touche. Bam. Touche. Uh, what what are some of your other favorites? Uh, let me see. <laughs> this, all right. This was not technically on the show. But when Hazen fell wrestling that one chair, actually we talked about <laughs> we it. We talked about it, but it wasn't oh, real, like yeah. on the show. That was insane. You ate it, man. You fell hard. Dude, you know, I I didn't even realize that we didn't toss out that broken chair. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a pretty hefty dude, so <laughs> when I sit in a chair, man, yeah. I'm sitting with authority. <laughs> and I remember opening that chair. And I remember just sitting down and just totally eating it. Yes. And I hit my head so hard. That was a scary part. It scared me so much. Yeah, that was a scary part. But But it was funny when I realized I was okay. (laughs) And your tacos were fine. The tacos were fine. (laughs) Yeah, that was a scary moment. Yeah, that was scary. But funny funny after. Funny Funny after, but it was a scary moment. Wow. I got one more if you guys want it. All right, yeah. All right, let's have it. This is another Hazen, and I'm totally (laughs) laughing at you. When you try to ride the tire ride, and it didn't move. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the greatest part, I wish it was visual, because the greatest part was when you were showing us how you're trying to scoot it forward, leaning, you're trying everything. <laughs> oh, you're like, when, the darn thing doesn't move. <laughs> oh, when people said goodbye to Luigi, everyone meant it. <laughs> I think you're the oh, reason. Those flying tires it. just were not everybody's friend. <laughs> I don't know, man. I saw other people riding it, and they they moved. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's my list. Oh, well, my list actually does contain like forty. Wow. Okay, give me your top three. I'm going to compress it down <laughs> into this answer. Some of my favorite episodes in the last year uh, were actually the ones where we talked about some of the history stuff. Uh, having the ability to research like stuff for the Haunted Mansion mm-hmm. and researching stuff for Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. I know over the course of this coming year, I want to do a little bit more of that because those were just really fun. Because yep. as a Disney fan, learning that stuff that I didn't know and then connecting some of those dots, learning what other people have said and then connecting those dots with it was just really, really fun. Yep. So those were some of my favorite episodes. Um. Having some great guests on the podcast, you know, going all the way back to the beginning when we had Dan on and then we had Javier Soto on, one of my favorite artists, Uh, Bridget was on and then we had VJ on the podcast, Mm -hmm. you know, to talk about some of the SCs and stuff like that. Then we got Jeff Bayham on the podcast, which was just really awesome, uh, you know, to have his Haunted Mansion perspective, but ultimately... You know, it was a dream come true to have Bob Gurr on the podcast and to have him be episode 50 and kind of begin to top that year for us was uh, other than a dream come true. I don't even know how to describe it. Right. You know, he's just such a great guy and he he gave us a lot of really good insight and I'm excited for what's to come in the future with Bob. But that was possibly my favorite episode that we've ever done Mm. just because we had him on as a guest Uh, at least in this past year it's been my favorite episode uh some of my favorite moments in general man it's hard to choose because you know it's it's a little bit of a different experience for me because i listen to the podcast as we are talking you know, we're sitting down right now. We're recording. You know, we're just having a good time. You're already analyzing this conversation? Every time we sit down, I'm already analyzing it. <laughs> Told you you're crazy. Well, unfortunately, I am a little neurotic about it. and Just a bit. <laughs> but, you know, I get to hear the episode three or four times before it gets released. Right. And because I'm always looking for, well, you know, how's the noise in the background? Did that fan come out? Like, can I reduce the noise? Or did you hear that dog barking? And (laughs) sometimes I hear it because I'm paying too much attention. But sometimes we open the windows and sometimes you hear playing in the park, whatever. You know, there's a park a block down that you can hear their loudspeaker when they're having a baseball game Mm -hmm. or the neighbor's dogs barking and all that stuff. Sometimes people don't even realize that it's there, but I do. And so I keep hearing it over and over, and I listen mm. to it multiple times to see how neurotic it drives me. And sometimes I do my best to filter that stuff out or kind of lower that background noise. Sometimes I just leave it. It all depends on how much time I have, to. So I, I, it's a different experience for me because I always get to listen to it several times before the actual episode gets released. 
And then it gets released, and then I hear it again. Yeah. You know, because I am crazy. <laughs> wow, I think this is a therapy session, You know guys. what? That is the first step, isn't it? Guys, my name is Hazen, and I have a problem. <laughs> I listen to podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot the hashtag. Hashtag Hazen's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I've... I can't say that I can pinpoint, you know, any particular moment because the entire time that we've been doing this as crazy and as time consuming some of the research has been and everything, I've just had so much fun doing it over the last year. That's good. And that's the whole point of this, right? Yeah. And, you know, some of the stuff that we have planned coming up for year two, you know, with the Dreamers Diary and eventually launching our YouTube channel and stuff like that. I'm just I'm just so excited Same you here. Know, to just bring all this new stuff to to our community and we thank everybody for just all the support for all the reposts all the comments you know sporting Javier's face on your body <laughs> and people are still buying weirdo that's just <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if we could ask for anything more just the podcasters community is just amazing right. I know that there's other podcasts that have huge communities like i mean like tens of thousands if not in the hundred thousands for some people Mm. you know some of the people that listen to the podcast now haven't been here since the very beginning but they've gone back and they've binged and we are so sorry but we (laughs) thank you for doing it so it's you know it's it's been a very humbling experience for me knowing that we sit down and we have a conversation and that other people take an hour at least out of every week to listen to us babble. Mm. You know, and for that, we just want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. We'd still just be three idiots sitting on Hazen's couch <laughs> drinking a beer and talking. But, I mean, we're still doing that now. <clears throat> which, yeah, pretty much. Well, the difference yeah, is the that now we're speaking into this foam thing in our faces. Right. So, but we do want to say thank you. And... Cheers to the All right. So. Hey, this won't clink because it's plastic. <laughs> plastic. It's okay. No, but I mean, I, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, it, it's funny because I actually think back to this time last year. No, it was actually even a little before that because this thing was in the works in your head for like ever. But I remember one of the first conversations that you had with me was, hey, look, I'm thinking about starting this podcast. I made you to just kind of drop in occasionally and, like, you know, be a guest or something like that. I was like, yeah, I can do something yeah. like that. <laughs> just an occasional guest? Yeah. That's good because you're doing that anyway. I have been an occasional <laughs> guest for 50 straight weeks. And uh, <laughs> I got to say, it's uh, when am I going to be on the actual <laughs> credits, guys? Like, seriously. One day you'll actually yeah. be there. One day I'll actually be on the star credits yeah, instead exactly. of the... <laughs> Featuring. (laughs) You know what? I want to share my memory, too, about that. When I remember about uh, maybe a a year and a half ago, I was telling Hazen, man, I wish you and I can be on a radio show. And he's like, hmm, well, I've been thinking about this podcast thing. I'm like, what's podcast? (laughs) (laughs) You know? I don't know. I've always loved the way we talk among ourselves. Right. And, yeah, for some reason, I was like, you know what? I would love to be on the radio. I think it would be fun. And then he was like... And you have the face for it? <laughs> Wait a minute. Was that a burn? <laughs> you want lotion? Or like, 
You're drinking water. That's why I'm not looking better to you. And yeah, then he brought up this thing called a podcast. I had no idea what it was. I just went along with it. And then I just showed up one day and there, there was mics here. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I remember those conversations. Uh, I, like I said earlier, I, I remember having those conversations with several people. Yeah. And part of the reason I was having them was because I was trying to feel out who was willing to, you know, do this. Because, you know, doing a podcast... At first, we just kind of thought, wow, this is so easy. You sit down, you talk, you record, and it's all good. Yeah. It's not. No. There's a lot of work that goes into it. Surprisingly, there is. Yeah. and It's time-consuming. Yeah. I've paid the price for that. It it is very time-consuming. It's it's expensive, too. It is. So, I, I mean... I I kind of understood a little bit of what I was getting into and what, as a group, we were getting into. Yeah. But I got to tell you, I don't regret any of it. Nope. I've had so much fun doing this. We've met so many awesome people at the park. Right. And we've gotten a chance to interact with so many great people. And one day you'll tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) You were there. You met Harold. Oh, yeah. So You met the Hatbox Ghost. I went one time this year. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Let's shoot for two for well, yes. two. Let's shoot for two. Let's see what happens in November. <laughs> but yeah, I've had a lot of fun doing it and it's been a, a, a really cool experience. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where year two is going to take us. You know, I guess obviously it'll take us wherever we want to go with it. You know, whatever we want to produce, whatever we want to do. And like I said, we've already started talking about that, you know, Adding the YouTube channel and trying to come up with content. That and I got a lot more projects coming out of the Podcasters Laboratory. Just I know. <laughs> I know. Just and you it, wait. What's in the mind of Mario? Mm-hmm. You know, there's beers to be made and ice creams <laughs> to be whipped. So, mm-hmm. And um, more things with bacon. And more things with bacon. It's pretty much all going to have bacon. <laughs> oh, just so you know. That's oh, the yeah. best. Phew. I was worried. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that we eventually did get it started. I'm glad that I'm doing it with you guys. I I know that whoever I would have done it with, I would have had a good time. But thank you, guys. We were thank on you board, for saying man. yes. Yeah. Thank you for saying yes, and thank you for just being here. Thank you, know, you for... and, and supporting my craziness. <laughs> and thank you for giving me something to do on Sundays. Yep. <laughs> thank you for having us. And I gotta say, you're welcome for the beer. <laughs> and I just gotta say, you're a liar because it's mega easy for me to just come here, sit down, and record, and leave. <laughs> Seriously, walk in the park. But anyway, uh, I don't know. Does Javier share that sentiment? Or? Uh, <laughs> no, he said it was difficult. It is hard coming up with stuff. But it's crazy easy for me, just so you know. Oh, I do wow. have to. I do have a long drive. I'll, I guess it's you can give good. me that, right? Yeah, it's All true. Right. Well, thanks for being honest. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right. Well, Mario and I skip out of here. <laughs> <laughs> your computer man (laughs) oh man sorry that would have been not fun to clean up no all right all right (laughs) he would have made the mess and skipped out of here too (laughs) (laughs) exactly see what a breeze this job is dude i've gotten to know you so well in this past year that you were aware that i was gonna do that (laughs) yeah yeah he plans it now he does (laughs) he banks on it ap and the banks on it 
Oh, boy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, you remember that, huh? All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but let's move forward. Let's move forward. All right, guys. Uh, so this past week, I had the opportunity to head down to Los Angeles and hit up the convention center and visit E3. Nice. It was a crazy cool experience because I had been to E3 before. Crazy, you say? Crazy. Then you match well with this. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> so I had been to E3 before, but I had always been invited on the third day when kind of nothing's going on. Ah. And it was always towards the end when I, they could kind of sneak me in. Well, how many days is it? It's usually three days in the middle of the week. but Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. That's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of lines. There's that standing. much to see? There's, there's three major companies. It's Microsoft. Okay. It's no, Sony, there's it's not Nintendo. three. There's a lot of major companies. I said three major. A lot of major companies. No, there's just well, a lot of companies. Ford is small. Disney's there. Square Enix is there. Google Capcom's small. there. Activision's there. Fine, there's three platforms. Well, four if you count a PC. I don't. Anyway... <laughs> And now if you start counting YouTube and Twitch and stuff, you have more platforms. Right. Anyway, so I actually got invited to go to E3 uh, because of something that Disney Interactive was doing. And I'm very, very thankful for Disney Interactive for giving me the opportunity to head down. The coolest thing about that was I had a chance to experience Disney Infinity 3.0. Very cool. And I'm a huge fan of the first two. When does the... 3.0 3.0 come out? In the fall. There isn't an exact oh, no date, date yet. They normally They're do still around. in the process. Yeah. Like Thanksgiving, Black Friday, stuff like that. Yeah, They'll right about that around. time. Okay. They don't have an exact date right now because they're still kind of hammering out the bugs and they're finishing some stuff out. But usually they're like the the soft date is like fall. It's okay. usually what they say. So it was really fun because, uh, like I said, I'm a huge fan of the first two. And I'm, I'm, I'm a fan because it's – a game that I can play with Noah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's five years old now, and uh, he kind of understands a lot of what's happening in the game. When he first started playing, he just kind of ran around the toy box and just kind of did random stuff. But he's at a point where he kind of understands the dynamic of certain things, and he's building things in the toy box, and it's starting to become more fun to actually play with him. Infinity 1 was fun, and you had playset pieces, and it was really cool. The limitations, obviously, were the fact that you couldn't, and 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 I understand why they did this, but the playset piece that came with the original version was the one that had the Caribbean, Metroville, and Monsters University. Mm-hmm. So you could play as Sully, Jack Sparrow, or uh, Mister Incredible. Right now, if you bought other characters like Mike, Randall. Uh, Helen, Mrs. Incredible, Dash, Violet, Syndrome, you obviously couldn't mix the characters. Like, you couldn't use Mr. Incredible in the Caribbean, or you couldn't use Captain Jack in Metroville and so on. That would be so cool, though. It would. And that was one of the primary complaints that everybody had when they started playing that game, that they said, wait a second, we thought we could just use any character. Yeah. Disney's answer at the time was, we just want to keep the experience as pure as possible. In Metroville, only the Incredibles exist. You don't mm. see monsters. And after I heard that, I kind of understood that they wanted to keep that experience pure. Except but the more the, you play... Except for the Easter eggs you can <clears throat> see in the movies, like Wally and the Incredibles. Right. That's interesting. I didn't mm. think about it that way. So now, 
Aha. With the toy box, the toy box was supposed to be the answer to that, where you could build these worlds where anybody can run around the toy box. And they offered that in the first one. It's been around since the first okay. one. Okay. Now, the thing about the toy box is that unless you downloaded a really nice toy box, it was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. So for me, playing with my son kind of got boring after a while because, like I said, all he did was run around and shoot the weapon that he happened to have at the time. And I hope stuff he like doesn't that. listen to the podcast. No, well, he understands. You know, that we to play he got better. Uh, you know, and he's gotten better at playing and building and stuff. When 2.0 came out, 2.0 was all about the Avengers ah. and bringing the Avengers to the Disney Infinity. I remember universe. that. That's right. So having the ability to play in their world as any of those characters was really cool. But again, you couldn't mix characters. The toy box remained very similar to what it was in 1.0. Quick question. Yeah. Could you use 1.0 in the 2.0? You could use the characters from 1.0, mm-hmm. but you couldn't go backwards. You couldn't use the 2.0 characters with 1.0. Ah. So there was that limitation that you had to stick to their version. They were up. They You could go up, but you couldn't go down. So you would have to upgrade to the next Infinity. Correct. Now... 3.0, I think, is by far the best version of this game that they've put out. And I say that for several reasons. And I'm not saying that because... Because you went to you know, the I went to convention E3 center? I'm saying that because I got a chance to play and experience what it's offering you. Right. The really cool thing about Disney Infinity now is that you still have the general toy box, just like you do. So you can download people's toy boxes. You can create your own toy box. You can do whatever you want. Except that now they have this thing called Toy Box Takeover. And the Toy Box Takeover is really fantastic because they now give you a storyline where you go and you try to achieve these different feats. They tell you, go unlock this by doing this and doing this, just like they would with a general playset piece for Avengers or Caribbean or whatever. But you can use any character that you want in the Takeover. Mm. So it's finally... It's finally the game that people have wanted since 1.0. They finally got to that level. And that's how I feel. Now I'm in. That's how I feel after playing this. The other cool thing that they're doing is uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of Mario Kart. And like Mario Party and stuff like that. I'm sure you guys have played Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. You know, I haven't. It's, oh, yeah. it's a huge game. Yeah. You know? Looks fun. It is. It's, it's crazy. Loads of fun. I'm not much of a gamer. Well... If you play Mario Kart... Don't look at me that way. You always just look at fun from the outside, like... <laughs> because he hates fun. <laughs> that's a, that's a really good callback, man. <laughs> because he hates fun. <laughs> wow. So, the really cool thing about Infinity 3 is that they're bringing a Mario Kart aspect into it with the Infinity Raceway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they're doing something really interesting. When you buy the 3.0 disc... It has all these games in it. However, you have to buy separate playset pieces. So the general game is going to be like 60 bucks, just like it always is. And it comes with a starter pack with the base, a couple of characters, which, by the way, the starter pack, Star Wars starter pack. No and way. The other big news is that Star Wars is coming to Disney ah. Infinity. Now, before people get all crazy about Star Wars, they look a lot like the characters from Star Wars Rebels. Okay. So they have that very cartoony, 
you know, those big, thick chins like Mr. Incredible in some cases, like some of the characters. They look great. I think they look really good. They're like a squarish design. They do have a very square design to them. Going from a human character to Infinity was a little awkward. And somebody mentioned that. One of the developers actually mentioned that to me while I was at E3. You know, you saw that with Captain Jack Sparrow. You know, mm-hmm. going from a live character to kind of this character, he looked crazy cartoony. It so looked you didn't nothing really like know. Jack. It looked nothing like Jack. Right. But using the Rebels characters was an obvious choice because okay. you already had these characters drawn and established. Right. All you had to do was create these characters for them. So it was really cool that they're including them. The uh, the Star Wars worlds that you're going to be able to play in look so good. Yeah, I can't even tell you how fun it is to play in that world. So I'm really looking forward to that being available. The other edition... Are you sure? I would think you'd just go, oh, look, space. No. You're in. You're on the different <laughs> worlds that you can play on, plus yeah. you're in the toy box and... There's just all sorts of stuff that you can do with these characters. Right. It's just really, really fun. Uh, one huge thing for me is I'm big on puzzle games. Really? I love them. I've never seen like, you play with puzzles. I love them, like, so much. I think you're inventing things. No. You don't see me because you're when – whenever you're here, we're actually doing something else. But right. whenever I have time to myself to play something – You're playing puzzles? I'm usually playing a puzzle game. On your phone or actual like my phone. puzzles? Not like my phone. Oh. And the really cool thing about... Like a 500-piece puzzles? No, like puzzle games. Like games that challenge you to do things in a specific way in order to beat the level or Mm. something. Okay. Uh, Anyway, so the really cool thing about 3 is that the entire Inside Out playset that they're doing uh, in conjunction with the new Pixar movie, Inside Out, Mm -hmm. all puzzle games. And it's really cool because it's the first one that's anamorphic. So you could do 2D scrolling or it goes into 3D mode depending on what character and what level you're playing. So it's a really fun experience. Uh, I got a chance to play a couple of levels for Inside Out and that was really fun. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I know I didn't finish the thing about the raceway, but the really cool thing that they're doing with the raceway is in Mario Kart, the character that you're using is the one that determines whether or not you're going to win, I guess, because they weigh them differently. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're playing with the general car, but with Toad, he's faster than King Koopa in the general car because he's heavier. So his car takes off slower. Oh, I like that. Toad's goes faster. Yeah. In Infinity, they changed that up. They didn't handicap the characters. Oh. I like the way that they did it in Infinity a little bit more. Okay. They actually determine how you're going to uh, react or play the level depending on the vehicle that you're in. So you're not penalized for what character you like. So if you happen to like uh, – the one of the developers tells me this. He says, you're not penalized for using Olaf if he's your favorite character versus using the Hulk if he's your favorite character. Oh, so they're fluffy friendly. They both have the same abilities yes. if they were using <laughs> the exact same vehicle. Ah. You see? And I think I like that more because yeah. exactly – Seems fair. My thing was, you know, if you're playing with a child, mm. then you don't want to penalize him if, let's say, his favorite character is the Hulk. 
you know, but, you know, your other kid wants to play with Olaf. You want them to have the exact same advantage if they're both using the same vehicle. Yeah. You know, their skill basically is the one that plays into that. Mm. And depending on the vehicle that you use, they have the whole, like, 50 cc's, 150, 250, stuff like that, just like they do in Mario Kart. Are you able to throw <clears throat> things? You are. You get to choose your weapons just like you do in Mario. It's basically Mario Kart for Disney. Okay. Considering how much fun I've had playing Mario Kart, mm. I know I'm going to have tons of fun playing this one because it's the Disney characters. You get to play with the characters that you already know and you already love, mm-hmm. and you get the same type of experience. Now, do you remember, because this is important to me, what the music sounded like for Infinity? I what didn't get a it? chance to listen to a lot of the music because a lot of stuff was blasting ah, through the convention yeah, center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you couldn't really tell what the audio was for the ah, games. That's too bad. You could you could play the you, you could experience it, you could visually experience it, but you couldn't really hear a lot of what was going on because of everything else blaring. They were really close to the Guitar Hero hmm. setup that Activision did, and their setup was crazy loud. They were also right behind Square Enix. Yeah, Guitar Hero's rebooting with four. Or was it Rock Band? No, Rock Band was outside. Guitar Hero's rebooting Ah, itself, too. Wow. Guitar Hero's doing something interesting where instead of the three buttons at the top or four buttons, whatever they had before, uh, now they have six buttons at the top, but they're stacked on top of each other. And then they still have the strum thing. And at this point, it's kind of like... I always play on easy mode. Well, at this point, it's kind of like, dude, if you're adding that many buttons, just learn to play the guitar. <laughs> like, why are you making this so difficult? Like, instead of sitting right. down and playing a video game with that many buttons, just yeah. learn the guitar. Because they want to feel like It'll they're playing a guitar. Better. They're playing pretend. Then you won't play the 20 songs with the game. You can play any song that you want. So, anyway, but I digress. I always uh, wanted to be a drummer. Like a real drummer. I know. You've told yeah. me that dream before. And one day, my friend. It'll happen? I don't know. Come on. That's up to you. You want to be my singer? You're pretty sure. good singer. Huh? Sure. After a few glasses of wine. Mario will be, what do you like, bass? You look like a bass guy. I'll probably be at home. <laughs> <laughs> Not on that episode. <laughs> I'll probably join you, bro. It's cool. <laughs> I'm never going to play it. But uh, it was really fun. Cool. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to 3.0. And it was really nice because my pass to E3 was not a media pass, so I couldn't get an appointment to Mm -hmm. talk to the developers like some of the other media did. Hopefully in the future we'll have the opportunity to come in as media and we'll get that opportunity to sit down in the booth without so much noise and actually interview everybody, ask all the questions that we want. Well, you can do that. I'm going to play video games. Well, however it works out. But as long as we get that opportunity, that would be fantastic. Absolutely. But all of the developers that were there, that were just kind of demoing and walking people around, there was a lot of time that they were just walking around, watching people play, giving some people tips. And I got a chance to speak to three of the producers of Disney Infinity. And they all gave me, you know, short little interviews. And I'm so thankful that they gave me that opportunity. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So you took all this equipment? No, I just took this tiny recorder with me. Oh. So so I'm going to play some sound clips from E3. And the first interview that I had, these are these are pretty short. Uh, the audio quality was a little off. Again, I was still playing with the recorder. Right. But the first one that I want to show you is with associate producer David Mernick. 
Cool. Hello, Podcasters. This is Ethan reporting from E3 2015, where I am at the Disney Infinity 3.0 booth. I am standing here with David Mayernick. He is one of the developers of Infinity 3.0. David, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I am great. Thank you. How is E3 treating you so far? Oh, it's wild. It's packed. It's good. <laughs> it is. The line yesterday was insane, but it was so worth it getting a chance to do the interactive part yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Did you get a figure as well? I did. I did. It was very, very fun. Uh, what would you say one of the challenges of creating 3.0 versus 2 and one were? Uh, well, I mean, with the addition of Star Wars, we've had a lot of, uh, lot of additions gameplay-wise. With uh, Now we have force powers and lightsaber wielding, so our friends over at Ninja Theory lended their expertise to uh, redo or rehaul the combat system. So now there's combo moves, finisher moves. Also, all those great uh, vehicles in the classic Star Wars movies, we had to do a rehaul of some of those to make way for snow speeders, you know, TIE fighters, X-Wings, AT-ATs, and all the mechanics that come along with those great vehicles, so a rehaul there. Very cool. What were the characters that you particularly worked on, or what was your primary role in the game? I'm actually an associate producer for the game, so I didn't have a hand in actually developing. I just keep those guys on task, <laughs> but uh, they do a great job, and... Uh, it's amazing to see what they've done here with the inclusion of Star Wars and Inside Out. How would you say the inclusion of Star Wars uh, has been as far as bringing the franchise and making it a little more Disney for the game itself, while still keeping true to the franchise itself? Uh, well, the idea with Disney Infinity to begin with is that, oh, they're all toys, right? And like with our own art style, to bring the great storytelling that Lucas does into our game and kind of working together with those two brands has been a lot of fun and exciting and to see how it's come together with characters from the past, present and future, we do have an episode 7 playset coming as well, we really created the the, um, the complete Star Wars experience with Disney Infinity here. Well, uh, I am totally enjoying all of the new characters so far that I've seen uh, I've had a chance to play a little bit and I'm looking forward to some of the characters I saw the Hulkbuster, yeah. I posted something on Instagram the only thing I posted was take my money. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite characters. I'm a big cool. Iron Man fan, so I'm glad to see the Yeah, the we've got a, a future in. Marvel set coming out as well, and we've got Hulkbuster and Ultron announced already. Yeah. David, thank you so much for your time. I really yeah, sure, appreciate it. Yeah, sure, of course. Hey, thanks a, a lot. One. Thank you. Dude, the best part was the lightsaber. Right? <laughs> Just kind of in the background. <laughs> you think that part? I, I feel it's like... When it got, he said Star Wars, and then the music yes. started playing. It got like yeah. real oh, epic. Yeah. It was almost like on cue, yes, right? It oh, it's Star Wars. You know, it's trippy. It just sounds like everything they had to go through for the Star Wars stuff that went into Infinity. It seemed like it could have just been a game in itself. It, it was very involved. The next mini interview that I have here is with Ryan Rothenberger, one of the other producers, and he actually talks about how it was like six or seven companies that came together to create all of Disney Infinity. Wow. Uh, Avalanche is still the primary company that produces the game and you know puts it out. Mm-hmm. But you know you heard in this one uh, that Ninja Theory had come on board to they had done uh, Twilight of the Republic and they came in and they did a lot of the sword fighting and stuff like that, a lot of the mm-hmm. The fighting engine, but then they had you know Sumo Digital who did some of the racing and a bunch of other companies that uh, Ryan will tell you about. So let's go ahead and hop right into that interview. Hello, Rocketeers. This is Hazen reporting again from E3 2015. I'm standing here with Ryan Rothenberger, one of the producers of Disney Infinity 3.0. Ryan, how are you today? I'm great. 
what was one of the challenges that you guys faced in creating 3.0 versus 2 and 1? Well, I think one of the biggest things that we had to uh, had to tackle was bringing on a slew of new developers to help uh, expand the franchise. So uh, we brought on Ninja Theory to develop the Twilight of the Republic game. And in bringing them on, they also overhauled our combat mechanics. So the lightsaber combat that you see there is based on an entirely new system that Ninja Theory brought to the fold. So one of the big challenges was then... That's great, we have this wonderful new system, but how do we then retrofit it to all of the existing characters that we had on 1.0 and 2.0? But ultimately, we decided to just bite off the work and do it. And so now, if you're using Tinkerbell in the toy box and have the Flamingo Mallet, she's going to be able to do the same air juggles and uh, and sword combat that the Jedis would do. So that was definitely a big challenge to overcome. And then bringing on folks like Sumo Digital uh, to do the racing game. Again, it's just a lot of new developers, a lot of new hands in the code. Uh, so trying to manage those guys and, and, and manage uh, the check-in process and, and the development was always a, a little tough. You mentioned there was a, at least a couple more companies that helped you guys out in the development. How many in total were had their hands in the process? So uh, Avalanche Software is still the primary developer. Uh, they are based in Salt Lake City um, and one of our internal Disney studios. Uh, but then we have Gobo Games in the UK. We have Sumo Digital. We have Ninja Theory. Uh, we also have Blind Squirrel Games, based here in L.A., working on the uh, the PC products. Uh, we have Heavy Iron, as well, who works on the mobile products, both Android and iOS. Um, and then we have United Front Games, as well, added to the fold, who uh, are who I am actually working with personally, and we are working on the new Marvel playset. Yeah. Now, as far as the expansion of the product into iOS and Android, what can you tell us about the future of what we expect to see? So we got a lot of we got a lot of good plans uh, for for the mobile expansion. Basically, up until this point, Infinity One and Infinity Two has been what what we've done, which is a massive undertaking, is port the entire toy box experience over to mobile, and it also allows you to build your toy box on mobile and then save it to the cloud, pick up on your 360 or your PS4, and then go back and forth. So we had that technology in place. Now the next thing that we want to do is start expanding into maybe some standalone apps, uh, maybe a few different uh, avenues that we can't really talk about yet. But uh, you're definitely going to see some new and exciting stuff. We're still going to port the toy box for Infinity 3, so that's still going to happen for both Android and iOS. And then uh, we're going to look to maybe bring out things like the uh, the kart racing game or the uh, villain's takeover game, uh, possibly later as standalone apps, but we're still kind of feeling that out. I have to say it's it's uh, a fun experience seeing Darth Vader on a motorcycle. Uh, he looks like Batman just kind of flying around. It's, yeah. it's kind of uncanny. Yeah, no, the, the new the new racing game uh, that we have is called Toy Box Speedway, and it's your you know kind of prototypical kart racer game that Sumo Digital did. Uh, who also they also did uh, uh, Sonic All Star Racing. So they came in, overhauled just like Ninja did our combat. They overhauled our driving mechanics, and we applied it to all the cars. So you can play with any character. You can play with any of our vehicles from 1.0, 2.0, and now 3.0 as well. Um, but, yeah, you can get some really hilarious combos. Like we had uh, Chewbacca riding the tiny little Muppet car uh, earlier today. He has to, like, sit on top of the roof and do it. So you get some really funny uh, scenarios there. Uh, what can you tell us? Uh, I had a chance to experience the, uh, I guess, the Connect version where I was with Baymax and we are just kind of interacting. What can you tell us about that experience and how that's going to impact how you play the game? 
So it's actually funny. So that 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 experience that you had uh, over there was actually something that our events team kind of put together and, and and promoted. And they do that in a way for us to try new things and see if there is something else we're going to do. Not sure if we'll try to bring it into the game yet or not, but we definitely uh, definitely know that some of the folks enjoyed it. And if we can find new ways to bring it in, then then we will. But it's it's not a definitive. How many characters in total did you guys end up adding? How many worlds do you anticipate adding aside from Star Wars and the characters from Inside Out? So, um, for 3.0, uh, we definitely, like you said, we have the Star Wars characters. I think there's a total of 35 or maybe 36 characters that we're going to be adding with Disney Infinity 3.0. Uh, so it is going to bring our total roster to darn near 100 by the time by the time we're done. Uh, when you count 1.0, 2.0, and 3.0 characters. Um, as far as other franchises go. Uh, you know, all I can really talk about now are, yeah, we do have Inside Out, we do have the Star Wars. Episode 7 is coming, so that'll be its own playset that we'll bring into the fold, as well as the new characters from there. Uh, and then, like I said, we are still going to working with Marvel, and we're going to be doing a new Marvel playset uh, in the future as well. Um, and then I guarantee you that will be more uh, larger tentpole products brought in throughout the next year. So, Brian, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Yeah. Have a great day. I appreciate it. Have a great show. So, yeah, there's a slew of new characters coming to 3.0. Okay, I want it just to be Darth Vader. It's it's fun, man. It's it's really funny, like I said, watching Darth Vader on Spider-Man's motorcycle just driving around the speedway. That's cool. See, I'm such a, like, backstage guy. Hearing these guys talk about everything that goes into the process of it, like, it, it really catches my attention to, like, the game. And if you really think about it, what he was saying at the end was just like there's just like so like nearing a hundred characters now that they have mm-hmm. for Disney Infinity. That's nuts. and the possibilities are still endless. You know, like how many more characters from the Disney World can they actually throw on there? It's infinite. Oh, Pinocchio. Well, imagine if Disney keeps gobbling up other companies like they did with Marvel and, you See, know, and the Star Wars franchises. <laughs> and that's yeah. actually what's interesting about it. It's just like these are new acquisitions. And these are the things they're, like, starting with when they could have done so much more. You know, mm-hmm. like, they could work with, like, classic characters. They could have worked, like you were saying, like, you could take everyone from Neverland. Or you can take all 101 Dalmatians. Would Peter Pan <laughs> need a car, though? I think you want all 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> that would be a huge set. I'm, I'm the 58th dog. <laughs> would Peter Pan need a, a car? Why? That's, like, that's good. That's One of the vehicles in 2.0, it, and it's part of a power disc, is um, one of the uh, pirate ships from the Peter Pan ride. Ah, there you go. Get out of here. It's actually one of the vehicles. It's actually one of my favorite ones to to ride on. Because All right, it's like me. a little pirate ship that you're just flying is it around. Floating? Yeah, you can make That's it fly. That's awesome. As a matter of fact, even like Dumbo, when you get the power disc that has <gasps> the Dumbo one, yeah. you can climb in the Dumbo like ride cart uh-huh, and fly sweet. around oh, in, in the world that's cool so it's very cool that you have all these different vehicles yeah. that you can use and they didn't even restrict it to just the new stuff you can use all the old vehicles too good so i'm very happy about that's that. good so this next interview is actually split up into two different parts because i recorded it over two days the first one was during day two while i was walking around trying to play with the game then I walked around the convention a little bit more, and I got to see some of the stuff like Oculus and Project Morpheus. So I actually bring that up to to this other producer. His name is Jason Moffitt, 
who you'll hear from in just a bit. And I ask him some of those questions and how he thinks that they will be incorporated into Infinity 3.0 or even beyond that. So let's have a listen to what Jason has to say. Hey, Bogateers, this is Hazen again from E3 2015. I'm here with Jason Moffat, one of the other producers of Disney Infinity 3.0. Jason, thank you for joining us. Thanks. Hey, how you doing? Good, good. Thank you. How's E3 been treating you? It's been really great, actually. Uh, long lines for free toys, for sure. Other, other than that, though, we've been uh, we've had a lot of people that have been, uh, you know, very positive about the game. I love it. I've had a chance to play several of the different characters, uh, some of the different toy box experiences. I got a chance to fight with Baymax yesterday. Okay. There you go. Which was very fun. Uh, I know that 3.0 is yet to be released, but what do you see Infinity becoming in the future with some of the new technology like Oculus and Project Morpheus and stuff like that? Yeah, so we, our director of technology is getting real tight with a lot of the, the VR guys. I mean, I think we all are. It's really interesting and, and, and awesome. And we, we think about it, right? So it, it sounds like something that, that works with our game, right? It's, 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 it's the open world of the toy box. Makes sense. I mean, we, we haven't done any really work on even thinking about how to incorporate it in, but it's in the back of our mind. I think like everybody here can see, like, oh, that would be really cool in, in VR. Um, but yeah, sure, it would be awesome, and, and I mean, obviously, it's something we we would probably look into. Uh, not sure the execution on it. Like I said, we haven't even talked about it at all. But it's it just seems like it would be really cool to at least attempt, right? Yeah. Uh, as far as the creation of toy box levels and how you interact with the toy box, how is 3.0 different than 2 and 1? Um, 3.0, I think they just up, up, kind of boosted it a little bit more. We, we put in um, a few new tools. Um, like there, There's tracking tools where you can, like... Uh, so we had some some of our guests kind of were like, hey, we wanted to build rides. Like, when I built Disneyland, I want to make the ride move. So we built a tool that you can now put, uh, put like, a, uh, something on a track, uh, and it'll move through that, whether it's, like, uh, if you take a TIE fighter in the toy box and make it do a dive run for you or a roller coaster and you can have it do whatever you want and it'll move on that track or even the char- some characters in the in the game as well uh, it's a lot more sim related I, 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 it's not all sim related but you have that ability so I think our, our, our goal in Infinity is to give you like this this platform right uh, so, that, so right now we're, we're standing in front of the, to- the new takeover uh, game which is a top down dungeon crawler mode um, it's completely different gameplay than the kart racer, which is on the other side of where we are right now. The toy box, the open world 3D environment. Uh, our Pixar's Inside Out playset, which is a 2D platformer now. Uh, the, the Empire playset, which is more focused on vehicles and, and, and things like that. And then the, the Ninja Theory that did uh, the Twilight of the Republic playset with all the, their combat and everything. I mean, it's just, we, we try to... We, we're trying to make one game for every gamer, right? Our best as we can. Like, uh, we want to have, we want to give everybody options. We want, like, uh, we have all these great figures. We want to make sure that you can play with these figures in the mode that you want to do it at. And that's really important because when you look at a game like Disney Infinity, uh, a lot of people see it as a child's toy. They don't see it as an experience that you can have. And I can tell you that playing with my five-year-old is a totally different experience in the toy box than it is for me playing story mode, let's say Avengers. Sure. And I quite enjoy that. So the fact that you guys are trying to cater to all the types of gamers, I think is really important. Yeah, I, I think what was interesting, we've done a lot of shows, and for three and 2.0, I mean, we are, one of our last shows was the PlayStation Experience show. 
And I think that was like one of the best ones that we did because we, we put it in front of core gamers and they hadn't even seen it before. They're like, oh yeah, I remember the ones with the toys. And then they, Marvel kind of got them interested to come walk over and then they're playing the game and they're like, this is really cool. Like, oh, I love the Spider-Man swinging mechanic. Yeah. Oh, I love... And I think uh, they saw like, this isn't just a, a, a kid's game. This, you, this their potential here is, is, you know, infinite. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, being able to play with multiple characters... Uh, I think really enhances the experience. I mean, there, there's many multiplayer games right now. Yeah. The interaction that you have with characters, let's say, like the Avengers, it's, it's unlike anything you've ever seen before. Because when you're familiar with movies and you're familiar with the dynamic of those characters, it just makes it such a, a fun experience. Yeah, and I, and I think what, what we did this go-around with these toy box games, uh, like this takeover... Out of the box, any character can be played in this game. So last time, we you had to kind of go through the world and beat it and then get, get to the very end level. This one, I can switch out from Star Wars to, to Disney, everybody. Everybody can play in these from 1.0 all the way up to now. Yeah. Uh, so I know E3 is generally the place where you guys reveal a lot of these really cool things, but I know D23 is around the corner. Are there any other surprises you can tell our listeners coming at D20, uh, D23 that aren't here today? I can tell you that we will have some some new stuff to announce then. Um, we'll, we'll, I think the main thing is we'll get probably a little more details on some of the announced playsets that we haven't talked about yet, which is like the, uh, the Episode 7 playset and uh, the Marvel playset that's coming out, um, you know, later well, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Have a great one. All right, take care. So, yeah, man. Uh, it looks like VR may be coming to Disney Infinity, you know, aside from all the cool stuff that they're adding now. See, it's weird because virtual reality has been part of... I was like, what's VR? I'm so happy you said <laughs> virtual reality. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mario, help. <laughs> virtual reality has been part of our existence since we were kids. You know what I'm right. saying? Obviously, it's not as yeah. advanced as what we're looking at today. But, I mean, virtual reality always kind of left like a bad taste in my mouth. If you guys remember Virtual Boy way back when, where if you like played it for like 12 wow. minutes, it started to burn your eyes. Well, like, <laughs> you know, from what what VR was back in the 80s, <laughs> in the true. 90s, to what it became now when Oculus came around, there they have gone leaps and bounds. Now, I will say that when Oculus came around, everybody was really excited, and they put out all these developer kits, and all this really cool stuff was happening with Oculus. And then it just kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. It just kind of reached this this bottleneck of nobody knows what to do with it now and it gives people headaches and we don't know what to do anymore everybody thought it's going to change the gaming world and this and facebook's like no it's going to change social interaction so we're going to buy oculus or something like that okay and it just kind of came to a halt Hmm. but then samsung comes around and google comes around and they create cardboard which is a piece of cardboard that you fold into these glasses and you slip your phone in there, and now you have virtual reality. And Those are pretty awesome, though. Isn't we, it, though? We got them at work. Isn't it, though? Really? And it's yeah. such a cool experience. It's kind of like a viewfinder. I want to try with them it, out. It's I'll kind of like a viewfinder. Yeah? All right, cool. If you have it, bring it, yeah. and we'll try to record the experience, and maybe that'll go on the YouTube channel. But it's really cool because you literally slip your phone into the cardboard glasses that you create, and yeah. you're watching this thing. That, like I said, it looks more like a Viewmaster. Remember those red Viewmasters where you put the disc in and you flip yeah. the little orange thing? 
that's very close to what this looks like. Okay, gotcha. But that's a weird YouTube video, Google, though. Look at me, box face. Well, here's the deal: when you uh, YouTube, when Google came out and created this piece of cardboard that you can use with a phone. Okay, it's literally a cardboard it's a piece of cardboard it, that you it, bend it's a into flat cardboard that it gives you the instructions on how to make it like, like goggles, like shape. goggles, like those paper 3D glasses. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So you slip your phone into it, okay. and you know everybody was like, "Well, what do you need a 4K display on a cell phone for?" Well, ha, you know that's this is what you need it for, and nobody knew where it was going. Everybody's just like, "Oh, well, my screen's better than yours." Now Google puts this thing out with a piece of cardboard, and now schools are using this. There are universities that actually send you a piece of cardboard and say, hey, we want you to come to our school and we want you to tour our campus, mm-hmm. fold this into goggles, download this app, and take put it on and take a tour of our nice. school. So when you think of how much we've advanced with a piece of cardboard, it made Oculus kind of like, wait a second, something's wrong here. Hmm. And all these other companies started coming up with you know their own version of VR and stuff. Sony's working on this thing called Project Morpheus, which is very similar, and so on. You know, everybody's coming up with their own version. So in the next year, we're going to see a lot of iterations of virtual reality that may still make you sick, but it'll get to the point where it'll become more usable. Microsoft has HoloLens. You know, I don't know. I I think we've mentioned it before on the podcast. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we Mm -hmm. mentioned it on a side conversation that we were having, but HoloLens is really cool. You know, it's the so far it's the only one that doesn't restrict you to having this huge thing on your head without and and restricting you from the outside world. And when you think of how you can become a virtual piece inside of the toy box inside of Disney Infinity, that's kind of what after walking around the convention I thought, man, Disney Infinity is built for virtual reality. Hmm. Like how are they not doing this right. yet? And so I'm glad that they said, you know, that I'm I'm glad that Jason said that they're actually working on that because, you know, the more that VR gets developed, I know that Infinity is going to be a perfect fit for that. Cool. So, all right. So the the other part of the conversation that I had with him again was on the third day after I got a chance to play a lot of more of the games and I, I got to experience more. More questions came up. And did he recognize you? He did recognize really? me. Didn't I was very run? happy about that. No, he didn't. He did. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. Okay, good. I'm pretty sure he wanted to, but at that point, I think he was stuck. <laughs> so uh, I did get a chance to ask him a few more questions. So let's go ahead and dive right into that second part of the interview. Sure. I can try my best. All I can right. only say I don't know if I don't know. <laughs> so a couple questions. Yeah. Uh, when you guys started developing 3.0... Why did you guys decide to keep the two-character limitation as far as the base? To the base? Yeah. Um, well, I think the main thing there is we didn't. We wanted to be able to have, like, legacy users to continue to use the base. Um, we've, we've never... We've had four... We have four-player online, so I think we were, we've been okay with that. I think our big thing was everybody wanted to make sure that they could co-op play from the beginning, and we learned that from the first one when we had... The, uh, the three different characters from three different playsets. So you had to you had to buy something else if you wanted your two kids to play together. So now we, we kind of we went with the method of just yeah, giving you know doing the one playset, having at least two characters to play right away. Uh, so yeah, it, we we haven't really 
I don't think we've really had a lot of thoughts on on uh, doing like you know expanded bases or something like that. Um, I mean, there is something I know. Like if if there are legacy people, they might have more than one base, and so there might be yeah, something that maybe uh, having the ability for two of them. But that's there's no one's talked about that. We haven't even thought about doing anything like that before. Uh, and honestly, I, I don't think we've had. We try to listen to our uh, fans as much as possible, and I don't. I don't know if we've gotten a whole lot of feedback about wanting, you know, to expand the base or use both bases or things like that. So, yeah, it's not nothing that we. I don't think we really thought about it really. Okay. Yeah, I just figured it'd be kind of cool if you could play as four Avengers at the same time. Yeah. Or more characters from Inside Out. But it's. I, I completely understand. We have played online. Uh, and two on the console before. Yeah. Uh, it's a slightly different experience. Yeah. But being able to play all on the same screen, the way that you kind of do on the inside out one, I, I just think might be fun. Yeah, no, I, I can completely understand it. I think, like, for most of our game modes, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But then when you, we, we, we bring in this kart racer, yeah, maybe it does make sense because I think people are used to four player kart racers. Right. Um, obviously, ours is, is still going to be, you know, the two-player uh, co-op at, at uh, you know, when you're in the same space. That's how it's going to work for right now. I have to say that now that I've had a chance to play with them a little bit more, uh, I'm really enjoying the fact that, you know, I, I've always been a huge Mario Kart fan and Mario Party whenever sure. we got big, big groups together. And this seems to answer that need in the Disney community. Like, I was playing the raceway, and it's just so fun. It just yeah. reminds me of that experience. But now getting to play with all the characters that we like, uh, it's just... Uh, and I love it, me personally. Yeah. Why did you guys make the choice to make the cars the difficulty factor as opposed to, like, the weight of Baymax versus Olaf's weight? Yeah, I think the, the main... You know, and, and this was kind of—I won't say it's a—it was a fight, but this was kind of the debate uh, between a lot of us on the team. Like, we should—we should do that, and some were like, we shouldn't. And I think we ended up the winner—the winning argument was: Look, if you like—if your favorite character is Olaf, uh, we didn't want to put Olaf at a disadvantage because most of them are our, our audiences are we're going after that like you know seven to twelve maybe a little older obviously there's it's it's all ages we we right. found that out but we know like if a kid wants to play with Olaf we didn't want to put him at a disadvantage using Olaf right away like as as the character Olaf so I think that that we wanted to make we wanted to balance all the characters all the way around so you could use you know like if you're playing in Mario Kart there's certain guys right. that you don't like to play with uh, and we didn't want to have that happen with any of our IP in, uh, in the game. So if you like Minnie, she's going to play the same as you know uh, one of the one of the other bigger characters, like a Hulk or something. It's not going to change how the how the play goes. Right. But yeah, there was a there was talks, and we we sat down. We there's lots of back and forths over, you know, should we do this or this is the way most people do it, and you know, so. It, yeah. Now that I've actually heard you say that, I understand why you guys went the decision. Yeah. Uh, I have a five-year-old that I play with, and uh, one of one of his things is he doesn't play the other games because of that disadvantage. Yeah. So this is going to be huge for him. We've always played the cars. Uh, we bought the playset for cars, and that's yeah. one of his favorite things to do. So I know he's totally going to love this. Uh, the Toy Box Takeover now, I think, is one of the best advances in the game, personally, because yeah. 
again, with the different playset pieces, you know, playing with a child is different than with an adult. As an adult, you understand, hey, these worlds don't mix together. You know, Sully doesn't belong in Metroville. Jack Sparrow doesn't belong in Monsters U. But the Toy Box Takeover is possibly the best advancement that I can see because of the fact that now you can mix characters and you have all these different challenges that you can do. Out of the box, what are you getting exactly when you get the Toy Box Takeover playset piece? Uh, well, uh, out of the box, I mean, obviously, literally retail, it is just the it's the playset piece itself. Uh, but what you get is you get an experience. Uh, we tried, uh, we toyed with it a little on two, uh, and we didn't have that out of the box. I can use any character in the whole Disney Infinity lineup. You have to, you know, beat a beat a certain section of it and then get into this other place. You can work. You can work through the whole game, the whole to- villains. Uh, the, sorry, the whole takeover game, uh, and beat all the villains with with anyone in the Disney Infinity universe. So I think this is a good, a big step forward, like you said. Where out of the box, turn it on for the first time. I can play with uh, Darth Vader. If Darth Vader, you know, breaks apart in the middle of it, I can throw Minnie on there to continue from him. Then I can put Hulk on there and continue with him, uh, or back and forth. Like I think that's. So, you know, the, 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 the awesome part of this game is, like, all these characters have such different unique skill sets that, yeah, at certain points it might be better to have, like, maybe Minnie skipping around and throwing purses at people, right. and then, oh, well, it's time for the boss fight, I'm going to bring out Darth Vader now and, and lay waste to Davy Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is, this is going to be the, the biggest feature that people are going to enjoy the most. I absolutely love that now. For Inside Out, I, I really love the fact that you guys brought a puzzle aspect into Infinity now. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit to me why you guys decided to make it a puzzle game as opposed to just kind of toy boxing? Well, I know that uh, we have been wanting to do a, plat- a, plat- a nice platform uh, game, and Inside Out actually made it like it's like it's like they gave it to us on a silver platter. And uh, when I first heard of it, because I'm on the production team, when, when I first heard that we're doing that, I was kind of like, well, I don't know. Is that, you know, are we just kind of doing this for kids or what are we doing this for? And then when you play through it, like, there's so much there's so much stuff in that place, that, like the gravity and, and there's music cues and there's just all kinds of really smart things in there. And it's actually pretty challenging uh, when you get up in the levels, so... Uh, I, I think it just it just worked right, right? Like Pixar, Pixar's great. This movie, uh, we got to see the movie early. It's a great movie too. It's one of my one of the best Pixar movies that I've seen in a, in a while, and uh, and, and it, I think it'll be great because uh, you know I know the movie's going to do well, and I know the playset's going to do really well. So I, I think it's great to give the user this this completely unique play style. And I think to me that's what Infinity's about. It's it's about giving you a dungeon crawler mode. Right. It's about giving you a kart racer. It's about giving you an open world 3D builder and, and a 2D platformer and it's like it's all in the same thing. It's all one disc, you know. I, I really feel that 3.0 is is kind of that mashup like you just explained that as an end user we've really been expecting since the first one. We saw uh, uh, some advancements in 2.0 but I really think that 3 is going to bring that like final user experience that if this was the one version you got this is the one that you want i i think so uh, i think that's a good thing to say yeah for sure and i, I really feel like uh, avalanche and all the other developers i mean we brought on some awesome heavy hitter talent you know like studio gobo who's been doing race games forever 
uh, Ninja Theory, who's who's like you know the, their sword combat is is probably some of the best out there, and to have them come into a quote kids game and and give us what what they have to offer, and they and they brought it. And what's great about them being on the project is when they make changes to the combat mode. That affects everything else. So, so Avalanche takes their work and spreads it out throughout the rest of the game. Same with the racing mechanics. I don't know if you tried the racing one at all. I did. It's it's really fun. It is a hundred times of an upgrade on what we had before, in my opinion. I I, I thought the, the racing was it was fine. You just you took a while. It took a little bit to get to it. Mm-hmm. You jump into this one, and if you played any kart racer before, you're going to be like, oh yeah, I get it. Right. Yeah. And that, that's why I was saying that, uh, you know, we play the Cars one uh, together at home, and it was a little difficult to handle. Yeah. But coming into this one, it did feel like that Mario Kart feel where, like you said, if you've played any other racer, you immediately know what you're doing, and it's just fun within the first two or three minutes. Yeah. You're not frustrated. I really love that aspect. Yeah. Uh, aside from the things that are launching right now, do you do you guys plan on launching any other playset pieces, or are... Are those really what you're concentrating on and adding to that uh, uh, using, like, DLC or anything? You mean the toy box pieces? Yeah. Excuse me. Right now, these are the only two that we have um, that we have announced that we have uh, planned for for right now. Um, I, I know that I, I think it will depend on the success of them as well a little bit because I, I think we tweaked it this time to... It's like, oh, you know what? This is what Toy Box Games needs to be. Like, we, we tabled with it the last time, and I, and I think we says this is what people are going to want out of a Toy Box Games. So hopefully, uh, you know, it gets it gets well-received. It's well-received, and, and we can kind of move forward with that. Uh, but as of right now, we've not announced anything uh, to add to it. Yeah. Well, again... Jason, thank you so much. Uh, I know that yesterday we talked a little bit. Sure. After getting a chance to play it a little bit more today, I'm just so like so psyched now to get it. I was happy yesterday. Now that I've had more gameplay, I want it now. Yeah. I just I, I I want to hang out with you guys and see if I can go home and play with you guys. <laughs> so sure, come on over. We're in Glendale. <laughs> I'll be over whenever you guys can have. Me. <laughs> okay. <Sounds laughs> Thanks good. again, Jason. Yeah, man. Right. Take care. Thanks. So there you go. We've been invited to play Disney Infinity with the Yay! <laughs> you know what? I liked your first question. I didn't know you could only play two. Yeah, you can only play two. I am two. so glad you brought that up because I have comments about that. Wait, you have comments about yes. that? Yes. <laughs> Everybody, please sit down. Go ahead. So multiple developers had to get together to develop like mechanics for spaceships Mechanics for car racing. They had to debate gravity when racing characters. And you had the gall to ask for more players at a time so you can play with the Avengers. I think yeah. it's a great question, man. Yeah. That is a great question. Are you are you are you serious? You know, serious. You know, I, well, serious. You can, they have, Every, they have I want to play with the Avengers, mode. but whatever. <laughs> well, they have an online mode where you can play the two physical characters that you have on the base, and then you can add a couple more characters by playing online. Yeah. But I figured, like, what if you're having a party and you want Absolutely. more people to play, just like with Mario Kart? Every game system, you have the ability to play with four. And there's, there's two USB ports on the front of the, you oh, know, there the is? Xbox, the PS3. Yeah, that's right, yeah. 
You know, you could plug in you, two bases. So you can. They just don't want you to. Hey, look, no offense, well, but yet. Whackwing, you used to play with four players or more. It was like eight big graphics. <laughs> they have a little more stuff to be concerned about now. What? Adding uh, two more remotes? Come on. You're well, dead. come he, on. He didn't say it was off the table. No, so it's because sure it's going to be in 4.0. It might be. Yeah. It might be, but because of the – see, here's the deal. If they are in the process of creating an iOS version and an Android version, there may not be a need to add four-player support on a base yeah. because it, because of the way that – let's say the PS4, right? The PS3, the PS4 have Bluetooth support. Right. So do your cell phones. So do your tablets. Okay. If you can connect to the device using Bluetooth and they're making the toy box mode and all this stuff available as an iOS or an Android app, what do you need another base for? Right. And I didn't really think about that until after I had mm-hmm. a chance to process everything that you know all these guys told me. So I, I thought, okay, I understand why that's off the table. You know, as a as an end user, yes, it's really fun. You want the immediate value of being able to plug in two bases and getting a chance to play with four of your friends, you know, with the raceway. Right. But if it's going to be available on those devices, who's to say you can't play with eight or twelve? Well, that's too much. You see what I mean? Yeah, but that's too many. Yeah, but if you have the characters, why mm. wouldn't you? See? All, everything's becoming cloud based. Who's to say that you won't be able to create a Disney Infinity account one day, use the app, and just purchase the characters online? Yeah. You see what I mean? You may not even need a physical character one day. Some people might want them because they Mm -hmm. want to. Yeah, the funds of collecting. You know, collecting the characters and getting that big thing that I posted on my Instagram account to display them all. Right. I hope my wife is listening. But, you know, there may be some people that don't want the characters and just want to, the ability to play as them. And if these options are coming in the future, I can understand why they didn't want to add it. So, But I was curious about it. That's why I asked it. So, I'm just saying your chain. All right. Well, so here's the, here's the deal, guys. Uh, I had so much fun at E3. Disney Infinity was not the only thing that I got a chance to experience, but it was a lot of other stuff that we're just not going to include in the podcast because, quite frankly, Infinity was one of the coolest things I got to experience that day. And I want to thank the folks at Disney Interactive because... Why? Drum roll. We're going to give something away! So... Two of the characters that they are adding in the 3.0 version of Infinity Mm -hmm. are the classic Mickey and the classic Minnie Mouse. Right. In the the 2.0 version at D23 a couple years ago, they gave away a Sorcerer Mickey. Nice. Now they're adding a regular Mickey. And the fine folks at Disney Interactive have given us one of these Mickeys to give away to our listeners. So that one's not mine. This is not of yours. Of course it's not yours. We're giving this away to one of our listeners. Can I see it? Yeah. Don't touch Dude, it. Dude, that is nice. Just don't put your lips on it or anything. <laughs> but it fits in my pocket. No, it doesn't. No, that's it's, a fairly big really box. big. Yeah, that's pretty sweet, actually. Dude, I love that. Isn't that, that cool? sweet. So I really like this version. You know, if, if, you wanna, if you want an idea of what he looks like, you can obviously look for it on Amazon. And if you do, make sure you click on that Pocketeers link uh, for buy now. At pocketeers.com. And that way, if you do decide to pre-order it, you will get a little kickback from Amazon. 
But back to the contest. <laughs> so we are going to give away this Disney Infinity 3.0 character. Bad news is you won't be able to use it in, until the fall when 3.0 when does get out, released. Right. Ah. But you will have this free character to get you started that they gave away at uh, E3 this past week. Just for you. And the way that we are going to do that is very, very simple. Go We're going to set up a page over at podcateers.com. You can go to podcateers.com slash Mickey. Uh-huh. And all you have to do is enter your email address, submit it, and you can sign up for our mailing list if while you're there if you'd like to do so. That is your entry into the contest. Beautiful. That, that easy? That, it's that easy. There, nice. there isn't going to be a bunch of reposting There's and no a tagging. bunch of anything, no tagging, no anything. Literally, all you have to do is head over to podcasters.com slash Mickey, enter your email address, submit it, and that is going to be your entry into the contest. That's easy. Sounds good. So we are going to run the contest uh, through July 3rd. Uh, That is a Friday. Mm -hmm. That weekend, we are going to select a winner when we record that next week's episode, and we will announce our winner on July 8th. Cool. Cool? Very. So remember, head over to podcasters.com slash Mickey, enter your email address, Subscribe to our mailing list if you'd like to. Submit that, and you will be entered into the giveaway for the 3.0 Infinity Mickey. All right, hold on. I want to enter. How you do... cannot enter. What you... Are you not... Why not? You're an employee of Podcateers. <laughs> and family members don't count either. I'm sorry. If you didn't hear that. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's all right, man. I'm just going to take that one anyway. <laughs> yeah, no. No. Are you gonna to do somewhere? like? Are you gonna do like the check and put it in a vault? Yep. <laughs> yep. So we got that going on. We're so excited again. Thank you so much to everyone at Disney Interactive. One for the giveaway, and two for just being so awesome during E3. I felt like I was there most of E3 because I just kept playing the games and talking to different I thought people. You were. Pretty much, pretty much, but I had fun. Uh, a huge thank you to David Mayernick, Ryan Rothenberger, and Jason Moffitt for taking time out of their day to just answer my questions. I know I wasn't on their schedule, so seriously, a huge thank you to them. So the other announcement that we have is we have a date to go watch Inside Out. So the next Podcasters oh, yeah. Day at the Movies, guys, is going to be July 12th. Can I go to that? That is a Sunday yeah, I sure. don't know. Can you? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, we're going to do that Sunday, July 12th. It's going to be at the Downtown Disney AMC, just like the last one was. Cool. We know that it's a little far after the movie got released. Was that three weeks? Yeah, just about. And if you want to go watch the movie before that, you are welcome to do so. No. We're just going to get together, and we're going to have some fun. After the movie, we're going to get together at Trader Sam's again, just like we did for Tomorrowland. Nice. We're going to record our thoughts. We're going to record what we think about the movie, everything. No spoilers Have some beers, have some food, have a good time after. And we may just hit up the park after we're done with that, just like we did the last time. And Javier's going to buy me popcorn because (laughs) I bought him some last time. Yay. So, again, if you guys want to be a part of that, Sunday, July 12th is going to be Podcateers Day at the Movies number two for Inside Out. We hope you guys can join us for that. Cool. All right. Well, this has been an extremely, extremely long episode. I think it's time to call it a night. Uh, We're going to finish our wine, our beer, and water. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I finished mine. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have any closing thoughts before we close the shop for today? Yeah. 
What do you think of Pacversary, Mario? That is a great idea. Yeah. We should totally call it that. I yeah. don't think so. I think anniversary is fine. But he never likes it. Sorry, guys. You never like my ideas. No, I think we're just going to call it an anniversary. And I just want to say happy anniversary to you guys and hey, happy thanks, Father's man. Day to both of you because you're oh, both fathers. Thank you. and oh, wow. When's Father's Day? Sunday. Oh. Yay. Remember the whole Dodger ticket thing that you weren't going, blah, oh, blah, blah, blah. We had this yeah. conversation not that long ago, actually. Yeah. How many of those did you have before you came? Dude, I only had this one. Just this one? Just the mm, one. 22 ounces is too much for you. <laughs> All right. So I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Thank you everybody for an amazing year one we didn't think that it was going to come this far we've had so much fun just kind of getting from point a to point b we're excited to see what's coming up in year two and with your help we know that it's just going to be tons more fun with the movie meetups and uh the youtube stuff and everything that we plan on doing in the future dreamers diaries coming up i'm really excited about that and our friend gavin Otson's going to be the first one that we feature uh i'm going to give you guys some spoilers but uh, one of our favorite artists, well, one of my favorite artists, who I wanted to have on Dreamer's Diary 2, Savannah Rodriguez. I spoke to her this last week. Mm. She agreed to be part of Dreamer's Diary. Nice. Very cool. And also, uh, there's a movie maker, really, that I admire. He did a stop motion thing. He lives up in Chico. He's a friend of a mutual friend of ours, Wayne Houchin, magician, oh. extraordinaire, travels the world doing magic for kings and queens. And also other people. <laughs> uh, his name is Josh Funk. And he created this really cool stop motion, very Twilight zone type movie. Mm. And I just admire the fact that he just put his heart and soul into this. And when you talk about what an artist is, he is living it, man. He just quit his job and just said, I'm just going to do what I want. Nice. You know, and I admire that because it's it's a difficult thing to do. Right. And I do admire people that, you know, follow their heart. And I'm in the process of trying to do the same thing myself. So. Exactly. But, yeah, I'm so excited about everything that's coming up. So remember, guys, if you guys want to find out more about us, head over to podcateers.com. Remember that if you are trying to find us on the social networks, we are at facebook.com slash podcateers. We are at podcateers on Instagram and the tweets. If you guys want to pre-order Infinity 3.0, head over to podcateers.com and look for the Infinity 3.0 logo. That will take you to our Amazon page. We'll get a small kickback from Amazon once that transaction goes through. And if you guys win the Mickey... You'll have something to play with. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's hey, cool. It works. Plus, you can pre order the other characters once you click on that link. So I really cool. want the Darth Vader one. <laughs> All right, guys, that is going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, I think I need more wine. I don't know if you guys are going to drink any more, but until next week, here is to beers, cheers, and Mickey ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Happy Pockiversary. No, just anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, Mario? It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> I'm gonna buy. <laughs> See you next week. Oh, alright. <laughs> and you had the gall. To ask for more players at a time so you can play with the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs>